welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Summer Charmed Kind of Pod with... Kyle. And Ashley. It's us. <laughs> we actually introduced ourselves this time. I love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> we did get some notes about that, so hi, we're here. Hey, guys. Talking to you. Yeah. Listen to us. Kyle's a cool guy, I'm a cool girl, and here we are, doing a podcast. With some cool stories. Um, so, if you remember back doing... I think we were in the werewolf episode. Okay. We got some great reviews on the werewolf episode. That honestly is probably my favorite one, Personally, I think. listening to it, I was like, <clears throat> we fell so well. We just talk about, like, what we like to watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so one of the things that you did mention was a book series called Anita Blake. Yes. Okay, so I wanted to tell you that I am halfway through the first book. Stop it. Yeah. So it's a little... Mm, Okay, so obviously I'm a bibliophile, right? And it leaves it does not it does not hold your hand. You're just in the world. Yeah, and it's also first person, which is interesting because yes. a lot of writers right now are writing second person so they can do character to character, no, chapter to chapter. All from Anita's point You're of view. straight exactly. It's like the old school detective novel. So it was kind yes. of interesting because it's different for me. To oh, take, you're going to have so much fun. It's like takes me back, you know? And you know how you were actually saying in um, the werewolf episode, you were like, they kind of like describe things entirely too much. And it's like a whole chapter on like something. Yes. Immediately in the, <laughs> in the first book, I'm like, how many times is she going to talk about how this guy's skin is? Like, we're literally talking about skin. Yeah. Plus, she's already talked about bestiality, which immediately oh. freaks me out i almost gave up oh, i was like what is oh, happening because it wasn't like bestiality in the sense of like a werewolf and it's never and a girl be, and it's never gonna be like that it's never gonna be it like literally was over. like rats and i was like what yeah the were rats happening yeah, no. well and then she was Suspend like all expectations she was like <laughs> lycanthropes and i was like that is not a lycanthrope <laughs> I know, in this world, it's like every animal is like, yeah, there's yeah. a potential wear for it. Yeah. It was wild, oh but God, I'm halfway through. It. Yeah. Did you get them? I have all, I have them all. Oh, well, physical, no. I, I did on Audible. Oh, okay. Um, you don't want to spend your money. I have them all physical if you want to borrow them. Okay, that's good to know. You. They're like my yeah. holy grail, so. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. The first, um, like, I would say like 10 are like that, where they're just like, they're very encapsulated. They're okay. Like, kind of like episodic, if you will. They're like one case file. Okay. Um, but then we get a little, like I said, off the rails with the whole like relationship, which she I can immediately developing her own supernatural powers that are. Like, I can sense that already. Clearly, it turns very much from like true crime detective, not true crime, but you know what I'm trying to say, like, mm-hmm. detective novels into like more like that's so funny relationship based <laughs> smut novels. <laughs> I was like, let me listen to this, and so I downloaded it because I had like credits from Amazon from doing yeah. the fewer boxes thing or whatever. So I ordered it on Audible. Um, oh my god, that makes me so happy. Like, I'm smiling so much right now. Whenever somebody takes, like, a recommendation of mine and I, like, actually enjoys it. We were in, like, um, I was in, like, episode, or uh, chapter, like, two or three, and I was, like, she gets, like, into this, she goes, like, into a club or whatever, and they, like, capture her while she's there or whatever, yeah, and I was, like, this is very, like, if Sarah J. Moss, right, was 20 years ago, this is what this is. Oh, it's, did you meet, did you meet, is it? How do they say the... Jean-Claude. No. <laughs> How do they say the master vampire's name? Because in the oh, book, it's a little girl. You Nicol- know what? I don't Nicolaus? even... Nicolaus. Yep. Nicolaus? Yeah. Okay. And he talks like this. 
Nicholas. Oh, really? Oh no, maybe that's just Jean Claude. That's Jean Claude. See, now we've talked about we've we've talked about Nicholas sent people to watch her, but I haven't seen him yet. I haven't heard him yet, rather. So we'll get there. You're way off. Okay. As to who Nicholas even is. Oh yeah, then I haven't heard him yet. Just can I little minus? Sure, go ahead. Um. Interview with a vampire. Yeah. Claudia. Uh, yeah. Girl. Yeah. 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 That's Nicolaus. No it's way. A girl oh, she's already been in the dungeon with her. It's the little girl. She was like, "That's who we sent the rats from." Or Nicolaus told me to watch. That's, oh, that's she's like a little girl vampire. Sorry, that's, spoilers. That's like even a, creepier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but wait, it gets so. She good. met like the guy so good. that gave her the scars. Honestly, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's who we're um, we're talking to right now. We'll yelling at rather. But. Once you read it and then you look at like when these books came out, mm-hmm. you cut like it's so like I feel like Stephanie Mayer read these books. Okay. I feel like like True Blood. Like remember how yeah 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 True Blood is yep. like, very like. A lot of the concepts that, like, Laurel K. Hamilton, like, kind of, like, introduces, if you will. I'm Interesting. Like, huh. Interesting. You paved the way for interviews to I fly. Mean, <laughs> is Anne Rice not, like, the, true, the true. blueprint, though? Well, it depends. Be- she back, like, very further? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yes and no. I mean, she... I don't want to say that she's not into vampires. I don't want to say it like that. But her vampire is very different from this one. Yes. In my opinion. Yes. Um, but that's what I mean where I feel like a lot of, like, the vampires from, like, Twilight. For sure. Like, those uh, True Blood Very, ones. Yep. I see a direct line. I do, too. To I do, too. In this, for sure. Like Hamilton vampire. Yep. Especially um, in the power sets and, like... Did you watch the... Speaking of Anne Rice, did you watch the Mayfair watched, Witches? Uh, I started to, but I fell off of it. I oh. need to get back into it. Well... I also started Interview with a Vampire, too, and, like, that okay. series. Okay. I haven't watched that yet, but I heard really good things it's about sassy. it. Well, I mean, Ooh, I get it. I like as long as it gets away from the children like thing, it. that's all that I care about. <laughs> um, but they just signed season two of Mayfair Witches, oh, which okay, I'm happy island. about because... Yeah, I was not optimistic about it. Yeah, and they just did um, Salem's Lot. Oh. Stephen King's Salem's Lot. It's going to be a movie... Again? No, oh, a series? series? Yeah. Mm. And then I think it takes place like after the movie. I love Stephen King. He's my favorite, he's unfortunately. Cool. He's a cool guy. He is and he isn't. The he's more that I, I, I have to separate authors from the book, I have oh, to. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're horrible people. <laughs> they really are. Not just like authors. I feel like that can be said for like, I mean, look at like, like, look at like music. People. Or actors. Like, I literally have to take the story for what it is and that's it. Yeah. I can't. I can't listen to the life I of them. I know a lot of people are that way with, um, uh, what's it, J.K. Rowling. Because so much of their childhood is based on Harry Potter, but then she, like, these vile things come out of this woman's mouth. But you have to separate the art from the, some people really have to separate the art from artists. Though. I have to, because it's, hor- it's obviously horrible, because all lives matter in that respect. Like, she's a horrible person, the stuff that she said, but... I, well, Harry like Potter, the, I can't lose my child. It's like when all the terrible <laughs> things came out about Joss Whedon and how the Buffy true, set true, was true. terribly toxic. And yep. how, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar literally is on record now saying that she forever wants to be associated mm. with Buffy Summers, but she does not want her name yeah. associated with Joss Whedon. And it's if scary. that is not telling, that she was like, hey, I, sign me up for his idea and that, that thing that came out of his head. Yeah. But that man himself? Oh, sad. What do you do with him? It's sad. But yeah, Stephen King's one of those for me where like if you really, if you dig into like, if you actually physically read his books, there's a lot of weird, creepy, 
wrong stuff in those books. I kind of feel that way about <laughs> Jeff Palinia. I don't know what that is. Jeff Palinia? Yeah, what's that? The guy that does like Haunted and um, he's the one that... Is this a TV show? No. What he... is... No. The author? Yeah, no, you no. Never heard of him? No, and I love horror. Um, Na- name a book, maybe. Haunted. No. Um, he also did, was it Choke? No. Oh, I'm so surprised that you've never heard of him. I swear to God, maybe if He's, I saw the cover. Have you ever heard of that? Oh my God, okay. Explicit, I'm going to look at the cover right now. Content. We're going to have to put explicit content yeah. in this episode. Did you ever hear about that 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 story about the, the it's like a, it's a book. It's kind of infamous because like this guy's like, I'm pretty sure he's like masturbating in a pool and he swims down to the bottom what? of it to like put his like butthole up to the jet, but then like the like jet like reverses suction what? and like sucks out his guts. Gross. No, I've never pool. heard of this. You've never heard that? What is this guy's name? Chuck Palahniuk. His last name is like P A L A. Yeah, I see it. No, I've never even seen this what? cover. Do you own this book? I read that on a flight to Florida once, and I was like very uncomfortable. Okay, well maybe I shouldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, that one's really that one's kind of haunted. Is oh, his sexual the... addiction recovery workshop for his he, actions. A lot of his writing is like, Ew. um, why are you coming up with i.e. the getting your intestines sucked out of your butthole at the bottom? Of the That's pool. a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> the um, if you're local to Virginia area and you ever get to the Barnes and Noble that is in <laughs> Fredericksburg, <laughs> let me tell you the little. There's a little old lady who's a manager there. She runs the counter. She Knows is a shit. horror fanatic. Ooh, Every time fun. I go in there, I'm like, please tell me the best book you've read this just week. Go, okay, so go up to her and just say Chuck Palinier. I'm going to ask her. Gonna yeah. yeah, please. She's one of my I'm favorite so people. i that you've never heard of him. No. It might not be my genre, though. Like, probably that's not. why. Yeah. And they probably don't have it just sitting in Barnes and Noble somewhere because it's creepy. No, I'm sure he's. No, I don't like there. it. He's pretty, like, I hate to say, like, prolific air quotes wow but yeah he's known he's i want to say he's like on bestseller list and stuff of course he is because like people are shock, weird like yeah, yeah like oh my god i see that is a little too much for me i feel like that with stephen king like because how many books does that's this man true about where there are some pretty i was just i was just reading about rage the other day that book that he did like has out of publication now yeah well, I think, like, parts of, like, um, if you read it, like, f- to its true form, uh-huh. there's parts of it that should not be because well, in... isn't that about childhood trauma? True, but there's... He, the way he, like, there's certain scenes in that that, like, I can't even believe they Ooh. never took it out to put it on shelves like normal. Yeah. It's a little weird. But it's also art in its own form, so it's, like, it's such a fine line, you know yeah, what I mean? but what exactly but is, then there's, is expressing itself there? You know what I mean? But but then there needs to be like trigger warnings like there is movies, in my opinion. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Which there isn't really absolutely. in books. But remember how we've also talked about how like like if I have an idea and I don't take it up, like then it's just gonna like go back into like the collective consciousness and pop back out somewhere else. True. What is expressing You're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. is you know what I mean? Is something like latched onto Stephen King's like and using it as like a outlet That's... for these like Mm. Casting no aspersions against Mister. Um, <laughs> uh, that leads us right into our story. <laughs> Not really. Uh. <laughs> um, this was actually uh, torture, kind of. Ooh. Of well, obviously, a good time, right? All of my season one things are going to be a true crime related to witchcraft, yes. and then kind of going into the actual craft that they're describing in its true form instead of social media. Right. Right. So are you ready to get into this one? Yeah, no, I'm excited. Trigger warning. They do talk about torture. It is torture of children. Oh God. Yeah. Child death. Um, yes. True. 
Spoiler alert. I mean, sorry. And it does take place during the holiday. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's basically a family holiday that turned into like a witch hunt, kind of. So it's set in Zari, Africa, and do not come for me for not saying that correctly, in 1983. Okay. Um, it's basically known as the Congo, which is what most people would understand that as. That's like the area. Yep. Okay. Um, Magdalene Bamu was born in February to her parents, Perry and Jacqueline. Um, they didn't stay in the Congo for very long. They decided to actually try to live in Paris to start a life oh, okay. um, where the father, Perry, started a carpentry business and he built furniture and did like small jobs and things like that. Okay. It basically wasn't as easy as it appeared. Um, um, things I got don't it. think carpentry's easy. But. No, <laughs> especially living in Paris too. Like things were just not what they had imagined as fast as you know, it was coming, it was going. Yeah. Um, so things got really hard and they actually had to move back to the Congo, but they decided to leave Magdalene with her aunt and uncle who lived in London. Okay. So she wouldn't have to go back. She would have a better life. They're like, we're going to the Congo, you're going to London. Yeah, basically. Because gotcha. the whole plan, it seemed like, was to eventually come back once they had saved a little bit more so they could do a little bit longer, but try not to move the kids around too much. Okay. Um, unfortunately. I don't know. Uh, Magdalene moved in with her aunt and uncle and... They treated her terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it said basically she described it as she was treated like a quote unquote slave. Um, and these are, this is like her, these are her relatives. Correct. It's, I believe uh, it was her father's family. Um, brother it, or sister. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Her, so her father's yeah. brother or sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it led her down this like hard path of life. Because she didn't have a lot of self-love. She didn't have a lot. Like, she was in a foreign she didn't... country being abused by her relatives. Yep. And so she basically picked one of the first people that latched on to her. Um, his name was Eric Bakubi. <laughs> okay. Um, it was instant love at first sight, but one would, me- you know, speculate that Magdalene was very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, it could have been anybody. Probably. Yep. And she may not have actually known what she was even getting into because he was both verbally and physically abusive, but... She kind of always saw that in a lateral move. Yeah. So she didn't really know um, that that was extremely controlling and she just really wasn't prepared for that in her life. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yep. Which is kind of interesting. Like woman, I mean, men can go through this too, but women um, that go through abuse are often posed the question, like who taught you that was okay. Mm -hmm. And you can never always answer because like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you don't know. But this was the first time that she felt like she had ever felt real love. So, yeah, her judgment was obviously not the best. Um, She wasn't allowed to wear makeup. She was expected to live an extremely conservative life. This is the guy putting these? Correct. Eric, yeah, her boyfriend. Um, He completely isolated her from her friends. Eric was only raised by his father. He never had a woman influence in his life because she died at birth. Say no more. He was also from the Congo. um, And his father practiced a type of witchcraft called kendoki. There it is. Yep. Kendoki is a type of craft where it's believed that demons or spirits overtake the body and the only way to remove them is torture 
Okay, so I haven't heard of that specific. Yeah. Before, but I've definitely, like, that's definitely heard of a Kendoki? wide, like... Okay. I've never heard of that, what is it, Kendoki? Yeah. I've never heard of that specifically, but I feel like that notion itself is, like... To torture it out of them? Yeah, or, like, like the default is everybody has demons, and, like, the people in the know are the ones that need to go out and save everybody yep. else that has these unknowing demons yeah. dwelling in them. Well, and, like, in the Catholic Church, we've talked about this before, exorcisms, mm-hmm. the only way to kind of communicate with the demon in somebody is to piss them off by speaking prayers to them. Oh, is that the, what they're, is that, I mean, I yeah. guess I never, I mean. Because a lot of times they mask, right? So they're yeah, using yeah. your body as a vessel and they, they want to stay. But I guess I never put two and two together that like the onus there is like, no, I'm going to try. That's really why they do holy water. Out. Yeah. Okay. So that way they often, okay. they feel like there's that more power sense. if they know the name of the demon yeah. and can draw it out. So they try and piss it off by deriving more okay. from it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that like, okay. What? That's why they're so violent. I mean, I know. I mean, well, I, we, I did a whole episode about that. But that's why they get violent. That's why they get so violent. Correct. Okay. Because you're like intentionally ramping that sucker up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> so affecting um, Congolese people, it leads people to abandoning their children. Um, oh, because they're like, my kids are infested with demons. Yep. Like, and your kid is probably just acting like a normal kid. Correct. Uh, and then they do ritual abuse of them to try and remove them if they can. It's often accused in children who do small things like wetting the bed, uh, um, biting their nails, uh, stealing things from other children or places. Yep. <laughs> but, well, and like wetting the bed is like. You can't, some kids can't a lot that. of kids do that, right? Yeah. So, but they relate this to being infected. Well, and it's also sad because it's like the reality is like a kid acts out of line and you beat them. They're they're probably not going to act that way. Correct. Anymore. But then in your deluded mind, you're like, hmm, I just got the demon out of them. Yeah. Ugh. Some yeah. Some of the tortures include being submerged in water. Oh God. Um, starved, beaten. Sometimes they involved like Christian faith and did perform exorcisms, okay. um, to get rid of what they call affliction. Um, while doing research, I actually came across the story of a girl who told a story of how she was con- accused of kendoki. Her mother used to take things to the river to sell off of a boat. Okay. And then there was an accident and she drowned. The mother? The mother drowned with a baby that was tied to her back. Oh, no. Because, obviously. What else are you going to do with a baby? Right. Um, the girl who had been at home at the time. Was obviously guilty. She was. Yep. She was accused of killing them through sorcery. God damn. At 10 years old, the neighbors all came to the house and they beat her with anything that they could find. I feel like that's the Barbie movie of of it all, where it's just impossible to be a woman. You can be at home minding your own business and someone's going to come in and just like... Literally. Your your, your mom just died and now it's your fault. And her father actually agreed with the whole townsfolk because I think it was probably worse for him if he didn't because then they would accuse him of kendoki yeah yep so he agreed with them called the police to come and arrest her because he would prefer it to be away from their house um she was left in prison for over a month um she was later left out but the entire town had already like rejected her and she lived most most of her life as a homeless person on the streets. Yeah, she's a pariah. And people would, like, walk by her and just accuse her of being a witch and throw stuff at her or hit her. Uh, she wasn't even there. Yeah, she was... Was she even aware... When they kicked in her door, was she even aware that her mom's dead? No idea. The, dead in the river? No clue. No. Nope. But she did it. It's her fault. Correct. Because she's... Oof. 
yeah, got this Kundoki. Uh-huh. <laughs> so back to Eric. Um, he would often talk about visions that he had as a child, which sounded a lot like psychotic episodes to me. He was touched. Um, <laughs> where he saw rats running on the walls or things that were never there, but he claims that he could see them. Okay. In the 90s, his family migrated to London, which is where they met. Um, he was around a lot of family members growing up who were kind of obsessed with Kundoki. Oh, okay. Like they saw it everywhere. Yep. Um, He would tell Magdalene that he had dreams his brother was going to kill him. He continuously moved various living situations around London, claiming that spirits would follow him. So that doesn't sound so much like he's having visions so much as psychosis. That's what I said. I think it sounds like schizophrenia to me. But, um, I mean, I don't know what their level of (laughs) yeah right (laughs) web md it but (laughs) um magdalene kept with him um they became engaged in 2010 this is in 2010 she's like he's a good man savannah literally that's my man (laughs) um her siblings were excited for her because they didn't know the full story they didn't know what was going on they'd never met him so they were excited to come and see them in london oh no yeah. Okay. So Kelly was 20 years old. She was the older sister of Magdalene. She came How old to Magdalene then. She's um, 20. I believe she's 18. Okay. Um, she came to visit with her four other siblings. Jeez. Everything was going okay for like a day. That we make it 24 hours. Yep. Until Eric started accusing the family of Kendoki. That didn't take long. Nope. Kelly and Magdalene were the only two siblings that were born in the Congo. The rest were all born in Paris. So Mm -hmm. most of them had no idea what he was even talking about. They had never even heard of Kendoki. Are those the ones that he labeled as like demons? No. Ironically. Well, he, he, uh, yes and no. He kind of said that all of them were, but he basically focused in on the younger ones. Oh, no. Um, but he accused them and rightfully told them right like i think you're infected and you're in my house at least he didn't run around behind their backs correct (laughs) which i think is like honestly not that any of this is good but it's i would rather somebody be like i i hate you to my face than have me be in their house and not know why you're treating me a certain way like or looking at me, well, or I would rather you be like, I think you've got a demon in you, and me be like, yeah, okay, you're like, crazy. Exactly, right, that's what I was going to say. Not so much, like, but just the showing of his hand, like, yeah. knowing that you're living with it, like, you're staying with a crazy person. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But the problem is, Kelly and Magdalene knew what would happen if being accused of Kondoki that they knew they were going to be tortured. The like, torture. they knew something that's was going to happen. So they basically were begging them to believe them, but... Obviously, it wasn't going to happen. Oh, no. Uh, they started to starve them. They forced them to pray around the clock. How old are these younger kids? Because if Magdalene's 18. <clears throat> I believe the youngest was eight. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, they almost drowned them in the tub several times to try and force the Kondoki out. Uh-huh. It even went as far as telling Magdalene's younger brother to jump out of the window to see if he could fly. Oh, no. Eric believed that the children traveled there to kill him and that the Kondoki were after him. Okay. Um, so they started confessing to being witches because okay, they figured... So stop this. Yep, they figured that admitting it was basically worse or was going to be better than going through the torture. But <clears throat> the brother didn't go very well, the younger one, 
um, while he was being beat, he had wet himself. Oh, no. But he tried to hide it because it was a sign of Kandoki and he knew it would only get worse. Right. But then that just seems like you're trying to hide your de- demonic activity. So he took off his underwear and hid them in the kitchen. But Eric later found it and accused him of trying to poison everybody with his Kandoki. Oh, he put it in the kitchen. Yep. Oh, no. So Magdalene actually then started helping her brother, or helping Eric torture her brother. Ugh. They cut him with knives. They hit his hands with hammers. Is she believing this? At this yeah, point, or she I think so. Help herself. I think unfortunately she was. She's like, and she's like, ugh, yeah, indoctrinated, if you will. Yep. Um, trigger warning. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to like start that without giving you a trigger warning. But if you want to skip this part, that's fine. So they were cutting him with knives. They hit his hands with hammers. Ugh. They tied him to a chair. Continued to starve him. Of course. Ripped his ear off with pliers. What? Um, apps for four days straight. And then finally on Christmas Eve, he started to ask to die. Oh my God. Now this is, I'm going to say this next part and then you can tell me what you think about it. Right. <clears throat> the screaming was reported by neighbors several times uh-huh. to the police, but no police ever came. They never even came. Never even came. Um, never followed up on at this point. They Obviously, he passes away, um, but he endure- endured over a hundred separate injuries. Oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine being the police and then you get called right because he eventually does die? They have a murder victim, but to know that phone calls were made For, several I mean, times. Go. That's why. I think of how many like ha- just like house parties I've had like li- answered the door to cops. Sure. Well, and now it's. It's I mean, law it's in America. I don't know about everywhere else, but it's law in America that even if you call 911 on an accident, they have to come to your house. I didn't know they had to come. Have to. Have to come to your house. Have to ask if you're okay. And then they're expecting these, like, signals if you, like, you can yeah. always, anybody can learn, like, what, you know yeah. what I mean, universal signals are or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they have to come. Good. I agree. But this is, like, this is why. Stuff like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so Eric was actually bold enough to call the parents and tell him to come get their child. <laughs> After all of this? Yep. Is he, he's, and he's, is he dead? He's uh, dead at this point. Yes, correct. So he was possessed by the Kandoki and that... Oh, no, excuse me. He's not dead at this point. But he's pleading. He guy. is. Yep. His. We've ripped his ear off. Yep. They did a lot. They stabbed him, like all kinds of stuff. And he said to the parents that if you don't come get him, that they're going to kill him. The parents were basically like, what the hell is happening? Because they had no idea at this point. Um, uh, okay. But they did everything that they could to scramble. To go get him? Yep. They okay. drove from London to Paris, which is six hours, to get their children. But while they were on their way, um, Eric forced the um, children into the bathtub, and he became washing them, which he called a cleansing ritual uh-huh. of cold water. Constantly, like round the clock. But they and they they've already succumbed to all these over at least well that one over a hundred injuries. <clears throat> Correct. So this is Christmas Eve started, goes all the way into Christmas Day. Just splashing them in cold water. And the brother that we had talked about was in the chair that had the hundred injuries. He just couldn't even keep his head above water anymore. Oh. He kept going in and out of consciousness. But Magdalene decided she was going to call nine one one. At this point, it's probably a good idea. Because I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Why wait? Makes sense. After you like, <laughs> smash his boy's hands with hammers. Like, I mean, uh, so 
He did pass away um, when the EMTs... The EMTs actually did get there. He was still conscious at the time, but he passed away while they were working on him. Oh, that poor boy. Yeah. Magdalene and Eric were both arrested then um, for murder and torture. Um, At the trial, they actually had to remove some of the women from the jury because the evidence submitted was so bad that it was too hard to watch as women. Okay. <laughs> okay. They felt, you know, like that would be a biased opinion, I guess. If you were upset by what you were seeing that's wrong. Hmm. Make that make sense. Okay. The surviving siblings <clears throat> testified against a sister a Magdalene, that they had no remorse for her. Um, there was another witness, a lady who lived with Eric and Magdalene for a short period of time. She was also accused of being a Kendoki by the couple because she bit her nails. Okay. So they kidnapped her basically in her own apartment. They starved her. They cut her hair because long hair is said to be something that spirits can hold on to. You said this lady testified, right? He testified okay. against him, yeah. She's like, yeah, they're crazy. Basically. Yeah, so, and they, she said that um, because she had long hair, the spirits can hold on to long hair, which is interesting to me because I've never heard that before. Hmm. I've actually heard there's re- certain religions where women don't, don't cut, cut their, their hair, hair because they feel like they can get to their maker someday it's and wash their feet. The divine, yeah. yeah, and wash their feet as yeah. a sign of service. Um which is so odd, like the difference is so odd. Yeah. But um, she was able to contact her mother and got away from Eric. Um, and he actually took that on a Magdalene by beating her. And then he made her eat food off of the floor for an extended period of time. Well, I mean, I hate to be like, mm, good for her, but I mean, yeah. zero sympathy. Right? <laughs> Sorry, man. So in your head, after you know the, th- the crime, what do you think the punishment would be? Oh, and we're in 2010. Keep that in mind. This is recent. He, uh, knowing the the <clears throat> how just like awful this world is, he probably just got slapped with like what a hundred hours community service. Oof, that would be terrible. I would. That would be terrible. But yeah, would be like five years parole or something. Thirty years is all he got, and Magdalene got twenty five years. How old is he? In his twenties. So he could he he could get out in his lifetime. That's wild. He most likely will get out in his lifetime. He's probably out already. It's twenty twenty three. When was it? Twenty ten. I mean, time served. I mean, you never know. That's what I'm saying. That's horrible. To me, he killed somebody and tortured several other people. He's clearly got mental issues. It sounds kill somebody. He tortured somebody to the point of death. Correct. That's so. That to me, that's so much worse than just like it is. I would rather. I tell Andre all the time. If you're ever gonna kill me. Make it quick. I don't even care no, that you no. kill me. Just do Isn't it. Isn't that the idea? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't want to be dead either way. But no. I'm just saying, like, if you if ever need to be on Snapped and you <laughs> you want to do wives with knives, just yeah. please take me yeah, out for sure. Cattle prod to the head, quietly in my sleep. Yeah. Something. Yeah. No. Something. Yeah. So, something. um, <laughs> you can actually watch footage of the father of the son that died. So Magdalene's father. Okay. Um, speaking about his son, uh, he said that he was like such a normal kid. Um, he was so proud of him. He was the man of the house when he wasn't around. Uh, he was a devoted football player. He was a very hard worker. He was aspiring to be a craftsman like his father. Um, it's in French. So like there's translated videos. What do you have to say about Magdalene? Nothing. But his only wish was that he would have been the one to be there instead of his son. 
Oh, it's not horrible. The shit out of his daughter. Basically. <clears throat> but yeah, they never they never mentioned her ever again other than like being estranged from her completely. The only the last time that they they had ever seen her then was testifying against her in court and that was it. Yeah, naturally. And she's almost out. I mean, if she's not out already she's too. Out already. But can you imagine? And the worst part is, right? True crime, right? My husband makes fun of me all the time. Tons of people do that they get nothing out of true crime. Yeah. However, if I'm walking down the street someday <laughs> and I remember Eric Bamu could possibly be out there in the world someday. And now oh, I've no. seen his photo and I know what he did. And if I hear the word Kondoki, I'm in the other direction. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that why Unsolved Mysteries popped off so big, went big when it did? Because they were like... I'm working on a case right now, too, for a future one. Um, that's in Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my God. I love Unsolved Mysteries. But Me, too. Not, I used to they, love they, that show. They, it used to air right with America's Most Wanted because it was like a... A lot of people. Keep your eye out for these yeah. things. And That's I how do, people solve crimes. While I'm not a true crime girly, mm-hmm. I do think about that when I'm in like a like a concert or like yeah. a crowd. You're like, how many people out. here are murderers? Like, I wonder how many people... Like, if Matthew Broderick's taken a life, I wonder how many <clears throat> people in this auditorium have taken a life. Well, and if you think <laughs> about, too, like, you know... Serial killers fascinate me in a way that they get away with things and live a completely normal life for ages. But not sometimes. even not even just like a serial killer. Like and you would I never know. Matthew Broderick. It's like there's so many celebrities Nor- out there. Where yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And most of them are car crashes. Like, but it's like there are so many people out there where it's like the Illuminati. You would just never know that like. The person sitting in the cubicle next to you, like... Yes. You know what I mean? Could have killed somebody. at 22 and, like, literally killed a, a family of two. Like, you know what I mean? Like... It's crazy. It happens. Yes. It really does. It's scary to it think is. of the world, the people that are around you. That's why I don't go anywhere. Um, same. <laughs> same. Feel on that one. Like, please just leave me to my nice house <sighs> and my things. <laughs> God, I tell you what, on a day where we're trying to record multiple episodes, that was a foot to start I'm off sorry, on. I know, I know. <laughs> it was just the first one that popped up, and it was in the holiday season, that's why, it was Christmas Day. I know, you that's a morbid thing. On no, it okay, happened, say, his murder happened on Christmas Day, yeah, 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 yeah. so, um, yeah, I know, it's uh, horrible, but yeah. Oh, happy holidays. I know. Um, well, we're in January now, so. True, and I... Now, um, another, you know, while I was researching this, Kendoki is actually still a living, uh, Yeah, it'll never go away, like wherever Congolese people are in the world. So, I mean, dial down the torture and I feel like that's a very Christian mindset. Like, I've definitely had members of my own personal family sit me down and be like, not, not me personally, but like the whole family and be like, yeah. you, know, you all have demons dwelling in you and the light from Christ For will biting shine through your nails. And not for, but just because, like, they, that's just, like, the default thinking that, like, you have darkness in you. And because I know Jesus, that he has shown through and burned the demons out of me. And because you have not accepted Jesus, you do have those demons. Like, Did we ever what? talk about my crazy aunt what? that hissed at me? Did we talk about this yet? Because she had demons or she thought you had She demons? thought I had demons. Oh. So when I was in, uh, <clears throat> what I was raised by two parents who, like, I could have been like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to study a cult. And they would have been like, do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) unfortunately, I don't have a lot of like, I had no restrictions really other than like, don't hurt yourself or other people. Yeah. They let me do whatever I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I was redoing my room when I was like in middle school. And my mom bought me my first tarot deck. 
But I was really just into like planets and celestial stuff, and that's when like you know, you're first getting exposed to all this. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, and you were like into suns and moons, and it was like on your walls and yeah. like stuff like that. Well, I wanted to do that in my room, and my mom was like, "Let's do it." Like Sabrina's room. Yes, oh, very much like room. that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. However, it came up in conversation around this certain aunt. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I have no idea. Well, but she, just she turns and hisses at you? She, no, it got worse. <laughs> I was going to say, how does she that not read as told demonic? them then that I was, I had demons in me because I was celestial. And she was always then afraid of me because I clearly had something in me. Good, then stay away from me. So she did. <laughs> She did, right? She did for years until I started working at a grocery store (laughs) that was local. And I'll never forget this day. I worked in the office at the grocery store when I got out of high school and was in college. Okay. And she, I was doing, like, the cigarette ordering, because that's when that was the thing. Uh-huh. Doing the cigarette ordering. She came up to me, Kyle. <laughs> so how do go out of her way? At the desk and went like this. Made a cross with her fingers. No. And went... <sighs> <laughs> I will never forget. No, like a hissing cat. Yes. And the lady next to me was like, what in the hell? You're like, oh, I'm related to that And I was person. like, oh, yeah, I know her. <laughs> Seriously. What? Isn't that wild? That is wild. And I'm thinking in my head, right, as like, I'm not even, I was a Catholic. Like, who, I'm not even, I'm not even saying you're wrong in your belief. You're like, I like planets. <laughs> I'm sorry that I look in the sky and they're actually there. Like, what's wrong with you? And she that's literally so hissed funny. at me, and I'm the one with the demon. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how is that not, I, like, okay, we're going around hissing at people? She hissed at me, and I will never forget that's that day. That's normal behavior, for Never sure. forget that. She was, okay, also, side note, just picture this in your brain. My great-grandmother, I adored her. My Grammy Flo. Is the same side of the family? Yes. Okay. It's her daughter. Okay. My Grammy Flo was... I loved that lady. Mm-hmm. I have a tattoo for her on oh, my arm. Okay. I'm, I was obsessed with that lady. We was, used to write letters to each other all the time. Oh, I love that. Loved her. This is her daughter. That day, she was wearing her wig. She had passed away, and she was wearing her wig crooked in the not, grocery not store. Not hissing at you in a dead, dead woman's wig. That's got some juju. I that, was like, wrong there. what? Is, you look crazy. <laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> But yep, that's my episode. Oh my god, I love that. That was a good one. And clearly, fun. you know, I grew up in, uh, you know, and I lived my life, right? Yeah. Like, I was who you I am. You, you kicked that door wide open for that demon. <laughs> you said, come on in. I literally did. After we decorate this room. If only she could see me now. My mom's, oh. my mom said on Christmas, she's like, um, she's going to come over with Scott to pick something. I said, the hell she is. To she's the, not coming here. To, she, she's coming, to, she's traveling to hell itself. <laughs> my mom was like, Okay, I'll tell her. I was like, stop being She's a people pleaser, Lori. Yeah. Get your shit together. The I'll lady's leave in the nuts. at the end of the driveway. She was like, I feel bad for her. I was like, well, I'm not feeling bad for you. Yeah, well, that's when that you. goes south, you psycho. Uh, I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> uh, I love my mother, but she doesn't always make the best decisions. Uh, I feel bad. Yeah, she hissed at me. Like, I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my episode. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yes, thanks for listening, guys. Like, comment, leave a review. Yes. Pl- oh, yeah, we really need the reviews. That would we be awesome. We do need reviews. Yeah, give us some five stars. Five stars would be preferred. Yeah. If you, uh, if <laughs> if you, you have some... less than five stars, just email us, okay? Yeah, if you have complaints, um, 
Send I'd like to, to know what the they are. Semicharm kind of pod at gmail.com. Yeah, say it's please. My face. <laughs> and if you guys could follow us on TikTok and Instagram, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm not trying awesome. to be adversarial. Please follow I us. No, please do because we would really like to be able to interact with you guys more in season two. Um, we're looking for guest spots like yes, in season two. Spots. So we really prefer if you guys knew what was going on. Yeah, so let us know. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. A Semi-Charmed Kind of Podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. Fear, wrapped in fragile hands.